This is Indianapolis coach, Reggie Wayne, and you're listening to the For the Culture podcast. This is the For the Culture podcast. I'm your host, Luke Diamond, with my man, Jason Spears. We are less than seven days away from the 2020 NFL Draft, and we're going to keep you covered every step of the way right here on the For the Culture podcast with player profiles on each player selected by the Indianapolis Colts, including undrafted free agents and our final draft grade when the draft is complete. And we'll also be releasing our third annual seven-round For the Culture mock draft on Wednesday. So we have a ton of great content coming up for you guys over the next week right here on the For the Culture podcast. So please make sure you're subscribed. And we're also now available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So if you could subscribe to us on Spotify and Apple and leave us a five-star review, it would be greatly appreciated by Jason and myself. And let's jump right into this For the Culture pre-draft. Q&A with question number one, do you view Jacob Eason or Jake Fromm as a franchise quarterback? Out of the two, I would say Eason has the bigger chance to be a franchise quarterback, but honestly, I don't really like either of them. Fromm is is very limited in what he can do. Eason, I'm just not sold on. I've watched a lot of film. He's a polarizing guy, kind of like Jordan Love. A lot of people really like Eason. A lot of people don't like Eason. I'm kind of in the middle on him. I'm not a huge fan. Some problems with accuracy. Sometimes his mechanics can get messed up and he can make some bad decisions and have bad games. And I don't know. I just don't see it with him. There's some guys you see it and some guys you don't. And with him, I just don't see it. Should the Colts address cornerback with one of their first two picks? And that is an interesting question because I think there's – really three guys that fit what we want to do that are going to be available that I think we'll have a chance to take. And those guys are Trayvon Diggs, who's a really, really good corner out of Alabama, long and physical, the kind of guy that definitely you'd want to play opposite rock or somebody like Bryce Hall from Virginia coming off an injury, but was highly rated and uh, very, very long. Again, a long corner, very quick, physical would be good, would be perfect for our defense. And then Jeff Gladney out of TCU, just a guy that's an elite corner, very talented, somebody that I really like in this draft. Not sure how great of a fit he is for us, but he's such a good player that if he's there, that's an option. So do I think they'll address it? Probably not because they've got other things I think they're looking at. But if they took any one of those guys, they'd get a great player. What are my thoughts on Lynn Bowden Jr.? That's a great question. I like him. I like his speed. I like his quickness. He's definitely a guy that can contribute on special teams. Um, he's 6'1", I think he's 190, somewhere around there. And he's got pretty good, he's, you know, he's an he's a above-average athlete. I mean, obviously, when you're, you're your team's emergency quarterback and can play that position and help your team win some games, that's pretty damn impressive, and that's what he did. But as a wide receiver, I think he's got a long way to go. He didn't really play a lot of it at Kentucky, and I think he's raw. He's certainly got some skills. He's definitely gifted after the catch. So there's a lot he can do after the catch. He kind of reminds me of Paris Campbell in that sense. Not as fast, not as electric, probably not as developed at this point. But he's definitely got some upside. And definitely if he can if he can develop his route running abilities and, and learn how to do that at better and be a professional and, and really get that route tree down, you know, he could certainly be a guy that a couple years down the road makes an impact on an offense. But as as a guy, do I think he can plug and play Len Bowden? I don't think so. I think he's going to have to grow into what he's going to be, and that's going to take him a couple years. Next question, what's the likelihood of us drafting Cole McDonald? 
Some of these are tough because I don't know who Chris Ballard really likes and really doesn't like, but I, I do think Cole McDonald definitely has a lot of traits that you look for in a quarterback. He's got good size, fairly accurate passer, got a, you know, a lot of things that you like. Do I think the Colts will draft him? It's possible. I don't know, obviously. I'm sure it's somebody that they've taken the time to watch and invest time in watching and probably have interviewed him and whatnot. But in the end, do I think they'll draft him? No, I think they'll probably, if they draft anybody, I think it'll be at the top of this draft. And then if they don't see anybody they like, I think they'll probably sign an undrafted free agent quarterback. Three players with high upside that need fine tuning. Well, I'll give you two right off the bat. Jordan Love is got, I mean, I think he's got the highest ceiling of anybody in the draft, as far as quarterbacks go of the draft. Denzel Mims, the size-speed combo is just crazy. His ceiling is so high, and I think that if you can put all that of that package together, I think you've got a top-five receiver. Now, it's going to take a lot for that to happen. I certainly don't think it's going to happen in year one, but I do think you look at a guy like Mims, he's got everything you want. And so that's a guy I think that has just a tremendous upside. Jordan Love has tremendous upside as well. And then just other receivers, like guys like I think Van Jefferson out of Florida is somebody that I think has upside that maybe people haven't really tapped into. There's a lot of receivers in this draft that I think are like that. I talked about Lynn Bowden being a guy that I think, you know, given some time can develop into a really, really good receiver. I I, I think there's a lot of raw talent like that in this draft, and I think a lot of them are receivers. So you're, you're in a boomer bust kind of area with some of these guys because they've got such a, you know, a high level of athletic talent, but they just haven't translated on the field yet. If you get them with the right coaching staff and you get them in the right offense, that can certainly change. A lot of wide receivers, I say, would fit this bill, but the one that stands out to me the most, obviously, is the guy that I really like, and that's Denzel Mims. So we'll see what happens with that. How would I react if we didn't draft a wide receiver at all? I would be shocked and disappointed because we just don't have enough at wide receiver. I thought we would get something via free agency. We didn't. As of yet, we haven't. So we've got to, that's the only place we can, I mean, the draft is what we're looking at. The draft and obviously undrafted free agents. Maybe you pick up, you know, assign a Dontrell Inman later on. But right now, it's a must. We have to draft the receiver. So if that doesn't happen, I mean, if you're just looking at our our wide receiver core right now, it's T.Y. Hilton, Paris Campbell, Zach Paschal, and Doris Fountain, and then a couple of guys on the practice squad. You know, I think it's a huge thing for this team to add maybe one or two receivers in this draft. If they add one, I would expect them to sign a vet. If they add two, then I think it's going to be a, a battle for who's going to be, you know, who's going to see the field. But to answer your question, yeah, I would be absolutely shocked if we didn't draft a receiver. What is the best third-day running back for the Colts? Here's a tough one because the guy that I really like, I'm not sure if he's going to be day two or day three. I, I think he might be day two, but he might be day three. Uh, third or fourth round pick, I would say, and that's Cam Akers out of Florida State. He is a fun kid to watch. Having you know, I'm a Syracuse guy, so I watch a lot of ACC football. Cam Akers is a big-time player, and I think he's going to be a big-time player in the NFL. I think with Mac up at the end of the year and, and Wilkins and 
Hines. We're, we're very young. I think we and we are obviously not. I don't think we're going to re-sign Jonathan Williams. So we've got to add a running back, that fourth running back. I think somebody like you know like Cam Akers would be great to add to our offense. He can do everything. He's a three-down back. He can catch the ball out of the backfield. He's a good blocker, willing blocker, and he's obviously a good runner. So watched a lot of them. He's very impressive on film. That's a guy I like. Another guy that's like a completely different type of back is a big bulldozing guy. I've even seen some teams that are going to try to use this guy at fullback, but I don't see him that way. Another ACC guy is A.J. Dillon. I think he's a monster inside the five-yard line or at the goal line when you need a yard. Like if you lined up Roosevelt, Knicks, and and A.J. Dillon to get like a half yard, that that's a problem because AJ Dillon's damn near 250 pounds. Roosevelt Knicks, I think, is 260. I don't know. I don't know how big these guys are. I mean, I could be completely off. They're pretty big though. I'll say that. And so bottom line is I, I think AJ Dillon would be a kind of a one-dimensional player for us because he's not much out of the backfield and he doesn't catch many passes. But I think that one dimension would be great because you've got a guy like Hines who's, you know, more of a pass catching threat and more, you know, a token run here and there not much of he doesn't carry the ball more than 10 times so I think Dylan could fit that mold as well like just kind of your, your uh, specific role where it's short yardage roles where you you bring him in I think that that could work for us and and having the stable of backs that we have with with Wilkins and, and Mac I think it would be a good way to round it out and then there's a guy Darrington Evans who's from Appalachian State very productive college player Love his speed and quickness. I think he would be a good back end of our, you know, running back core running back. I think he could come into his own and, and, and really make a difference. So, I mean, dude, there's a lot running backs. I mean, you can find them anywhere. You really can. I mean, Jonathan Williams had the had really a spectacular set of games for the Colts, and he was an undrafted free agent that we got. So I guess that's the way the league is now with the running backs and the way it's set up. I mean, they're just not valued as much as maybe they should be or just the, the the way it's evolved but I think there'll be a lot of good players available on the final day of the draft and I think we will absolutely find a running back and a lot of talent as we have the past two years so next question what's a position that would shock me if we took on day two I'll tell you a position linebacker I mean we've got Darius Leonard weak side Anthony Walker, middle, Bobby Okariki, the strong side, and then you've got EJ Speed, Zaire Franklin, Matt Adams backing him up. So if we took a linebacker there, I'd be shocked because we, I mean, I feel like we have one of the best linebacking cores in the NFL. And so that would definitely be a shock if we went at 34 and we took, I don't know, Kenneth Murray or somebody like that would be a shock to me. I'm not saying he's not good. He's one of the top five linebackers in, in the draft, but I think we we definitely have other areas to address. Next question, my take on this year's tight end class. Well, it's obviously not very top heavy. There's not any like, you know, great tight ends in this draft. I think there's a lot of good tight ends, really good tight ends. You know, the kid out of Notre Dame, Komet. I like Adam Troutman out of Dayton, Harrison Bryant out of Florida Atlantic, the kid out of Washington, Hunter. I mean, there's just um, Bry- and Bryson Hopkins is a kid I like a lot. And Jared Pinckney. I mean, you can go on. I can go on and on. I even like a guy nobody's talking about, but I think has a, real, a chance to be really good. Is uh, Stephen Sullivan out of LSU? I mean, six seven, really long arms. He didn't get a lot of play at LSU because he's more of a blocker, and they had Thaddeus Moss there, and just such a wide open offense. 
But I think that's the type of guy you could see Ballard take just because he's we like size and he's got it. And I think he's he's got a lot of upside as a pass receiver. What is your favorite day three guy? Again, I don't know how, how this is going to go. I, for, as far as quarterbacks go, I actually like Cole McDonald a lot. The more I've watched him, the more I think he could actually make a difference and, and have a chance at this thing. I like Anthony Gordon, at quarterback. I like uh, Cam Akers I mentioned earlier. I think he's going to be great. Somebody I really, really like, and the more I've watched at receiver, is K.J. Hill. I think he's going to be probably fourth round or a little bit later. And I just like he's steady. He's not like he's the kind of guy who doesn't do any one thing great, but he's really good at everything that he does. I think he would be a great receiver to have because he's just so steady. He's, you know, he's he runs about four, four, nine, six, one, pretty good route runner. Learned from a lot of good wide receivers, and I think he'd fit right in. You got a guy like Paris Campbell there. I'm sure they know each other well. I think that would be a guy that would have an immediate impact on our team. I think KJ Hill can come in and have an, have an immediate impact. I feel like he's a pretty refined receiver, so I think he would be a solid guy. Just a couple. I mean, Hill's probably out of the, those three, probably my favorite guy. So or those four. So I would I would love to see him in Indianapolis, and we know how much Chris Ballard loves Ohio State players. He's taken one every draft. So. Um, Moving on, we got T. Higgins and Jordan Love on the board. Who do you think Chris Ballard takes? These questions are always tough because I don't know what Ballard's thinking, and it's just I'm trying to interpret what he's thinking and make a guess at what he's thinking. If it was me, who would I take? There's no question I would take Jordan Love and then trade Jacoby Brissett and then groom Jordan Love to be the next heir apparent to Philip Rivers. It's an easy decision for me, but I don't know if Chris Ballard likes Jordan Love. I love Jordan Love. I think he's the third best quarterback in this draft. And I think he's got the highest upside, so I would absolutely 100% take Jordan Love. But he might not feel that way, and if that's the case and he loves T. Higgins, he'll take T. Higgins. Honestly, though, I can't see him passing up Jordan Love. I, I, I think he would probably take Jordan Love. So that's my guess, and I like T. Higgins, but I think he's slightly overrated late first, early second. I think that's a little high for him. I think he's gonna, I think he's got to develop a little bit more. There's some things about him that just he's got to get better at. I mean, everyone's got to get better at something, but there's there's more, I think, with this kid than, than maybe a lot of people realize. Will we go offense heavy in this draft? Well, I, I think you absolutely have to go offensive heavy in this draft because the biggest issues and biggest holes we have on our team are clearly on the offensive side of the ball. I mean, we at bare minimum, we need one wide receiver, one tight end, a tackle, a guard, I'm not saying you're going to get all that in this draft. You could try to get it outside the draft and free agency in the second wave of free agency. But I absolutely think that we will have more picks on the offensive side of the ball. There will be some defensive picks because we're always trying to get better and add competition to what we already have. I mean, if you listen back to my top five picks at 34, it would be a lot different than most people's, and Antoine Winfield wouldn't be on there for 99% of them. I think Antoine Winfield would be a home run draft pick for this team at 34. And he's not a wide receiver. He's not a tight end. He's not an offensive lineman. But I would still take him because I think he's that special of a player. So I do think we're going to take defensive players. I just think we're going to take more offensive players this year than we have previously because I think we built the defense and we added to it through the free agency. And I think now we've got to add to the offense so we can kind of level it out and have it. You know, you want a team that's equally good on every side of the ball, offense, defense, special teams. Right now, I think our special teams has improved already from last year. 
I think our defense has improved already from last year. Our offense has already improved because we have a different quarterback, but we've got to add some playmakers. You can't expect Phillip Rivers to just make chicken salad out of chicken, you know what? You've got to give him some talent. So we got to add some talent, and I think we'll do that in this draft, whether that's one receiver, two receivers, you know, one tight end, whatever. It, we're, we're going to add something to the mix to throw into this Colts offense, and I'm excited to see what it is. Final question, do you see the Colts addressing the tight end position? If so, when? I absolutely think the Colts will address the tight end position, and I think it could be anywhere from round three to round six. Not sure there's any tight end I'd like enough to take it 34, maybe 44. So maybe the second second round pick may be a tight end. So, you know, I would say those those middle round picks from after the first second round pick, I'd say from there through the end of the draft, I think you could see a tight end being taken because there's there's a lot of good tight ends, no great ones really. I think the best one is probably probably commit the but I like Troutman a lot too. I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't be against drafting him maybe third, but from what I've read a lot of people like Troutman a lot. So, but I definitely think we're going to get a tight end in this draft. I think and I think there it'll be a good one. There's a lot of, like I said, a lot of good ones, no great ones. And I think there's some that are developmental type guys that I think if you get them on the roster, you can develop them into two really good players. I mentioned the kid from from LSU who I like a lot, and he only had 12 catches his last year of college. But I don't think that means anything as far as what he can do in the NFL. I think his size and his ability to block and – you know, just thinking about like, you know, LSU, they had so many playmakers all over the field. So, of course, they weren't going to go to him. He was like the ninth option. So, I think a guy like that could be had in the sixth round, and you'd be shocked because I think if we took him in the sixth round, you would see him on the field a lot next year because he's played for a national champion with national championship talent, and he's been on the field a lot of the time and started for them. He just was more of an inline blocker than anything else. So, I think that's a guy you could look at late and there, you know like I've, I've gone through those guys that i like you know bryant pinkney hopkins commit troutman i mean you can go on and on there's a lot of guys that i like so we'll see what happens i think we're definitely going to take one though i think a tight end is definitely going to be taken in this draft the wide receiver is definitely going to be taken in this draft and an offensive tackles definitely going to be taken in this draft those three positions have to be taken at some point in this draft